Hello, everyone. This is Abby Carreri, Connexon Senior Vice President of Marketing, Sales, and Account Management. Welcome to a special edition of Co-ops Connect. We recently hosted our industry-leading electric cooperative workshop in person for the first time in two years in sunny Tampa, Florida, where we welcomed 150 electric co-op broadband trailblazers. It was great to see everyone take advantage of the opportunity to network, share best practices, and talk about their projects. We caught up with some of the co-op's leaders and will feature their stories over the next few episodes of Co-ops Connect. Please tune in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Co-Ops Connect. It's such a pleasure today to be sitting with Wendy Sellers, the CEO and president of Washington EMC in Georgia, here live in Tampa at our Co-Ops Connect event. Welcome, Wendy. It's great to see you. I know it's just been recent since Washington EMC has decided to move forward with broadband. Can you kind of talk a little bit about the beginning of your journey and and how you got to where you are today? Sure. Well, um just a few years ago, I would have never thought we would be here doing this today. Um, I didn't think I wanted to be in the broadband business. I was happy if somebody else would solve that problem for our members, but it was obvious quickly that nobody else was ever going to. We are a very rural area. We only have five members per mile of line. There is not a big return on an investment for a for-profit company to come in. And so we decided that we had to find a solution that worked for our members who live in one of the most beautiful areas of our state but don't have the same utilities that other people do in more urban areas. Can you talk a little about the struggles from your members and even maybe the demand as well after COVID hit and and how that jump-started things for you? I think COVID, I know that's probably a word everybody's tired of hearing, but it really did raise to the surface a lot of issues that we otherwise knew were there but um, weren't quite ready to tackle. But it became obvious quickly, you know, even at the EMC, we couldn't send our customer service reps home to work from home because we don't have an internet connection to get them connected to the office. You know, our employees, students, their children who couldn't go to school, couldn't remote learn from home. You know, we have a lot of teachers in our area who would drive out to our rural areas to deliver paperwork and schoolwork to children because they couldn't get it any other way. And our healthcare system, we couldn't teledoc or video conference with your physician. So in order to get some of those things done, you know, it was parking in fast food restaurant parking lots and public library, which wasn't open but you could get in the parking lot and use the Wi-Fi signal. So, you know, people really struggle for what a lot take for granted our members just did not have. And there's been quite a collaboration between all of the Georgia cooperatives across the country. It's it's become quite a movement in the state. Can you talk through your experience in working with your peers through this process and then how you all, how this kind of all unfolded with you all moving forward with building broadband to your members? You know, I think that's probably what has made it so successful so quickly is because as a group we're working through issues and questions together so there's comfort in that having your friends do the same thing with you that has the same needs that you do. It started with just a couple of co-ops who set up a conversation with Connexon and as more of those conversations got deeper and more co-ops were learning about those discussions and wanted to participate and so it grew quickly from 
two or three co-ops. We now have seven who are committed contractually into the relationship and moving forward their build, and we have four other ones who are considering it. When we get the fiber networks built from those seven who have already signed, we will cover 59 counties in Georgia that currently do not have internet service, and that is phenomenal. I mean, that is just the single biggest impact from a standpoint of getting these people served quickly. That is absolutely amazing. And do you know how many people actually will be served in those 59 counties? Those cooperatives have over 223,000 members. So whether or not that is a business or a resident or a church is still an opportunity for someone to take service. And how did this process come along with your board upon embarking on a feasibility study with Connexon and presenting the findings and studies to your board? How did that go? How did that process go? Um, it was a little complicated just for the fact that COVID had us at home doing uh, our board meetings by teleconference, not even video conference. We had to do it by telephone. So the first conversations about the relationship with Connexon was done over the phone, which made it difficult. But it was our first major topic that we brought to them as soon as we were back in person. Our board was excited about the opportunity to solve this problem in the area. I won't lie and say they weren't intimidated by the process. It's a huge undertaking. But I did have one board member, you know, who made it equivalent to the original creation of the co-op who said, you know, thank goodness 80 years ago, the people sitting in this room decided to take a leap of faith and build an electric system. He said, otherwise, we may still be sitting in the dark. It's our turn to take that leap of faith for the next need for our members. And so they've really followed that path. You know, they understand the feasibility study and they understand the dedication of the dollars that it's going to take to build it, but they know that the benefits to it is well worth it. And for the, the listeners here today, could you talk through how the partnership works with Connexon and where um, Washington plays a part and then which part Connexon picks up on as well and then how many members you're going to be serving? So we're doing the Connect model. Washington MC will build the network and we'll own the network, 100% of the fiber. We'll get a smart grid technology for the electric distribution system and then we'll lease that network to Connexon Connect to be the internet service provider to the end member. And we'll serve every member that wants service. There's over 12,000 members, over 15,000 accounts. And so that really was also probably one of the major benefits that our board saw is they were not particularly interested in becoming an internet service provider company. So to find a model that allowed them to own the network, manage the network, but not have to be an internet service provider and still get service to the members was a perfect solution. Can you talk about the value of the cooperative owning the fiber assets for the business? You know, cooperatives by nature are long-term asset owners and knowing that they have that network. It is their owned network for, especially on the electric distribution side, who knows where technology is going for the future of metering systems and SCADA systems and just the management of your infrastructure as a whole. And it is their responsibility to ensure those communications stay with um, the technology that's coming. So to them, knowing that they will always own that network is important from the electric distribution side, but why not also benefit from using that network to serve the member for broadband too. Absolutely. And your members, it becomes an asset to them as well. Absolutely. Which is is wonderful. So when will the first customers be lit up for broadband at Washington EMC? Well, we hope to have our first friendly customers set up maybe even by the end of the year. We're identifying those individuals now. And so hopefully by the first quarter of next year, we'll be signing up customers, retail customers to our broadband network. 
That's great. And so we brought you out to this event today to kind of talk through, you know, this this Connects on Connect model and newly formed partnership model has kind of sprung from the Georgia cooperatives and, you know, in collaborating and working together with all of y'all to get here today. So, you know, speaking on a panel this morning on feasibility and business planning with some of your peers, can you talk a little bit about what you all, what you talked about? And then also, you know, what maybe what you learned from the other cooperatives on your panel that are pursuing it a little bit differently and actually operating on their their end? Well, you know, one thing that you learn, and even about cooperatives, cooperatives seem like they're all the same, but they all have their unique differences. So the model that works for us may not be the best model for another cooperative, and that's why the relationship with Connexon works, because it's flexible. So, you know, depending on how you want to structure your broadband deployment to your members, you don't have to all be doing it the same the same way. And, and so that's been an interesting learn for me during this whole meeting is just understanding what how other people are doing it. A lot of it is based on density and what their board's appetite and maybe they wanted to create their own subsidiary or ISP or maybe they're like my board and they didn't want anything to do with that. And so and there's a lot of people here who will come up after the panel discussion and say I'm right where you are and I just need to take that leap and I'm trying to figure out as much as I can before I do and a lot of it may be CEOs trying to learn you know how best to approach your board and bring that information. It can be overwhelming. You know, as a CEO, you want to put it in a package that gives them the details that they need to make decisions, but not overwhelm them. And it's my job to get deep in the weeds, but then summarize it somehow and bring it as valuable information to the board. And so it's been a lot of collaboration on everybody kind of working together to understand how to, how to do that. We're all in that same process. So in this being your first Co-ops Connect workshop and participating on a panel and then actually getting to sit in and listen to also your peers on other panels, which sessions would you say that you learned the most from today or did anything stand out from, from what you heard? Well, honestly, I've picked up something from every panel that I've been a part of and maybe it's uh, from an operational standpoint, you know, to the members' needs and, and being careful about how you ad- address or promise service to a member. You don't know what road bumps you're going to run into and you want to be able to address those from the CEOs talking about, you know, their relationship with their board and, the, and their feasibility studies. I was very interested on how many of them really are, because we're not as far along as some of them are, that they're using that feasibility study as just their roadmap. You know, they are really sticking to what was in that study and that's what's keeping them on track as they're going through their projects. So there, there's some lessons learned that I'm tucking away in my pocket to use when I get back home. And in embarking on kind of the partnership side of things with Connexon, can you talk about the collaboration with the Connexon team since you all are the ones that are building this network, right, and still leveraging some resources for Connexon along the way to help build the fiber network? But how much in the weeds are you on the operation side of things or in serving your members? It's very important. You all are very protective of making sure that they're treated properly, served properly. So can you talk about the collaboration and comfort amongst the partnership with Connexon? Well, I can say from the first moment, especially when we went out to Kansas City to meet with all the Connexon group, those are still the people that we're working with. So it wasn't like you met this high-level group that you never see again. Those were still the feet-on-the-ground folks. And and everybody knows so much and shares that knowledge with the co-op. And there's no way that we could have found that expertise locally and, you know, in a small rural area. So Connexon shares that with all 
all of the co-ops that they do business with. So it's almost like you're, you're getting that knowledge transfer and that's helping train our folks so that when we finish this network and then we'll have that knowledge base within our co-op, but just their relationships with contractors, um, the strength that they have on a national level to help us get some of the materials we need. I mean, they know what they're doing. So gosh, why not share that? Co-ops is a cooperation network. That's what we do. So it's just been fabulous to work with them. And they're just like us. I mean, they're like co-op people. So, you know, they're easy to talk to. You always ask a question. Nobody ever seems like, you know, they're too good to help you. It's, it's really is just like an extension of our co-op family. Well, and you nailed it on the head. I mean, it's really humbling. As you can see at this event today, we have roughly 50 cooperatives here and nearly 150 attendees that work for electric cooperatives to come and collaborate together to support one another to cooperation amongst cooperatives, right? One of, one of the, the main principles, and that's the beautiful thing about electric cooperatives. It really is. Is there any takeaways that you have that, that or, or any feedback you'd like to give to the listeners in that didn't get to attend the conference and any value that, that it provided to you that you think would be beneficial to share? I think if it's something that they're even considering, don't be afraid to attend just to listen. It doesn't mean that you're committed to building a fiber network, but you need to hear what the solutions are that are out there. Um, I do believe a lot of the hesitancy of some cooperatives to participate is just the going into the unknown, you know, and that is, and, and, and cooperatives are not risk takers. You know, we do things if it benefits our members, but it takes us a long time to decide that we're going to do it, you know, because we want to do the right things. We want to represent our members. And so, you know, if you're even considering it, come visit Connexon. Go visit with the folks. Call some of these co-ops who are doing these partnerships. Um, I've had four people already ask for a card. Just say, can I call you and talk about what you're doing? Sure. And that's the co-op way. I mean, nobody wants to recreate the wheel. Everybody just wants to help each other. And so I would encourage them just to come and listen and just take notes and decide if it's something that you might want to dive into further. Absolutely. And, you know, we've received lots of feedback that aside from the sessions and how much great information they're gaining, the networking piece here at the event has been huge. Just the ability to be able to mingle and talk and go listen in a session and then and then digest it and come out and say, hey, I want to talk to Wendy about this because she brought up something, you know, very compelling on that panel today that, you know, I'm sitting in her shoes six months ago. Right. So That's right. You know, and a lot of people don't want to ask questions in a big room, and I understand that. But they'll find you afterwards, and that's the networking piece that's so important. How valuable do you think this would have been having, when you were in the early stages of thinking about doing this yourself, to have workshops like this around to help? It would have been awesome. And, you know, again... I came into Connexon relationship through a fellow co-op friend who said, we're going to talk to Connexon. They have some possible solutions. Do you want to come to the meeting and sit in and listen? So it was almost like a mini workshop in itself. It wasn't because I was going into it thinking I'm going to sign a contract before I leave. It was just to listen and hear what the solutions were. And just final words here. Can can you talk about the excitement that now your community is, uh, you know, the energy level that is, is, is running through the 
communities now that they know that they are finally going to be served with high-speed internet. I know we did your announcement months back in such a beautiful setting and environment out there on that farm. And so can you can you talk to the feedback from the members? It's incredible. Um, you know, people are so excited and you almost have to think that's how it felt when they got electricity, you know, for the first time. And people who work in the co-op industry work in the co-op industry because they care about people. You know, we're not here for large profits. We're here for good service. And we represent people who sometimes don't get represented like they should. And so to know that what we're doing every day really matters to these people's daily lives. It is their kids' homework. It is their ability to search and shop on Amazon. I mean, it's the things that we take for granted that they've never had inside their home. You know, their lifestyles will change because of the service that we're doing. And that's what's important. Well, I think that is all the time we have today, Wendy. And I appreciate you being here. Appreciate you here supporting this huge broadband movement. And to the listeners, thank you for listening in. And this is Wendy Sellers. And we are going to head back to the, the show here live in Tampa to dive into some more great sessions that we have to wrap the day up. So thanks, everyone. And thank you again, Wendy, for joining us. Thank you for listening. Co-ops Connect is brought to you by Connexon the industry leader in rural fiber network design and construction management. We'd love to hear from you if you have any questions and topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes. Please email us, marketing at connexon.us, with your suggestions or for more information on how we support electric co-ops deploying broadband.